0: Welcome back, listeners, to this week's episode of If I Only Knew. Today you're going to be listening to just me, Matt, because my wonderful co-host Fred has gone on a well-deserved holiday. I wanted to take this opportunity to talk briefly with you guys about something that I think comes up occasionally in discussions about young people and um, influences on young people's lives, and that is celebrities. So I think I want to ask the question: what role do celebrities play in the promotion of like healthy habits or healthy activities? particularly for young people. And maybe, like, why do they hold that role that they do hold? Um, I think this is relevant because we so often hear young people be a little bit, like, attacked maybe for their shallowness or for for just following the herd alongside... what celebrities do. And I think there's been a real surge in this idea of the influencer as a job, right? It's an idea that a lot of young people, like quite young children, aspire to be. They want to be influencers. That's, that's their goal. And I think that it certainly seems to hold some element of glamour to be an influencer. But I think many older generations in particular uh, really struggle to see what this kind of job actually is. In many ways, I think it's quite reasonable. Uh, But so I want to shed a little bit of light on this. Um, In particular, I have never really felt too much of a pull from celebrities for most of my life. I've never felt like I want to purchase something because a celebrity endorses it. But just a couple months ago, I had a striking experience where I'd recently rolled my ankle quite badly. Um, and I was at my physio and I was trying to get back into the sport that I love so much. And uh, he said you should wear an ankle brace. Now, I've avoided ankle braces for a very long time. Uh, there's certainly a, a notion in the sporting world that I've been exposed to that says that ankle braces risk weakening the supports in your ankles. Your, your own muscles get weaker because you've got an ankle brace oh, My physio dismissed this idea. Um, He said he doesn't believe it to be true. And he told me that the, the best way that he convinces people to wear ankle braces is he says that professional sports people like NBA basketballers have to have their feet strapped whenever they're going to go play on the court. They've got like an army of physios ready to strap their feet before any player steps on the court and coaches will yell at young guns if they're not uh, getting their feet strapped or you'll, you'll get in trouble if you don't have tape on your ankle. Now this made perfect sense to me. These are, players are huge investments for teams and if strapping an ankle is a simple way to protect that investment, then of course coaches are going to mandate that players wear strapping tape. Now, this got me thinking, because when I heard that uh, professional basketballers were expected to be wearing ankle tape when they played, I was suddenly far more comfortable to get an ankle brace for myself. Braces are a lot like tape, but you don't have to strap them every every day. Um and and ultimately, I think this is what convinced me that wearing the ankle brace couldn't be too big of a problem and uh, I should just get it. And since then, I've been extremely happy that I have. I don't feel like my ankles have gotten any weaker. My recovery has been safe and secure and I'm feeling really confident on the court when I run around. Um, but this only came about because of the like tacit endorsement from professional sports people. So I only bought a product because NBA players use it. Um, and I was a bit surprised upon reflection to realise that. So what role do these uh, celebrities play? And, and how can this be used to help healthier habits? Because in my opinion, it was a really good thing that I picked up this ankle brace and added it to my uh, repertoire of looking after my well-being. Um, so, so what can we do to tap into the influence that celebrities have especially for young people to help encourage healthy habits well let's have a bit of a think about that because in most cases when I think of celebrity endorsement I think of like bad things so the the thing that jumps to my mind first is usually something about beauty standards right it's something where celebrities are seen as like the goal they're held up they're idolized and they're seen as the person that you should try to be um now this obviously causes really serious problems for a lot of people because for one thing most people can't look like that and for another thing most of the time it's very expensive very difficult very painful and quite often very fake for people to look like this um and so the the kind of proliferation of celebrity imagery and 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 celebrities in our society to my mind uh contributes to uh, changing beauty standards or da- damaging beauty standards i suppose um and that, that's what i think of first when i think of celebrities doing things uh to guide what young people feel but then there's definitely a a um connection there to another problem that celebrities uh engender in in their followers and i think this is when they're often seen to be like promoting bad products right so celebrities and influencers more generally uh all about building a following and then promoting something to that following. Now, obviously, it's been uh, a slightly different in the past with more traditional celebrities in that they'll often have a specific set of skills uh, like an actor or whatever. And a part of that is to be front-facing to the public. And in that role, they've developed a following. And then they use that following to promote objects or practices or uh, purchases. I think a lot of the same things happen in the modern world you'll often get makeup influences you'll often get food influences or travel influencers that go off and do something specific they build up a following and then to that following they promote something that's relevant to their followers um the problem comes when that product that they're promoting is actually something really damaging um and this happens a bit right um either because the influencer isn't like doing their due diligence about the product and they're actually promoting something bad without realizing it, or maybe because the standards or expectations that they have for this product um, are actually damaging in and of themselves. So there was a a, a product quite recently that was uh, very popular among a lot of influencers, particularly on TikTok and in quite young spaces, that was called Fit Tea. Um, It was a tea that you would drink and it was supposed to make you fit. Thus, the name. Um, In fact, Fit Tea was essentially a laxative. Um, So, in the short term, maybe it would make you lose a little bit of weight because you were going to the bathroom far often and you weren't absorbing nutrients or food from what you were eating. But, you know, over any extended period of time, you can't just be taking laxatives like that. It will cause people, like, quite serious harm. And apart from anything else, that's not an especially sustainable way to go about losing weight. So this Fit Tea product that was marketed by fitness influencers to try and encourage people to be healthier was, in fact, harming them. Now, it's hard to say how the celebrities or the influencers that were promoting this actually felt about this product. Uh... Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they actually thought that a laxative like this was a useful tool in getting fitter. Um, And maybe, in fact, they did know they knew it was a problem and they just wanted to get paid. Um, These are questions that I'm in no position to answer. And I don't think they're too relevant to the message I want to talk about. What I want to highlight here is that these people are in a position to promote an item to their following, because their following felt like they trusted them in the domain of fitness and health. So there's something about like being domain specific, right? Where you're going to follow the advice of a celebrity or someone you trust when they're talking about a domain that you think they have expertise in. I also think there's something about some kind of personal relationship, feeling like you have a connection or that you have like some kind of uh, faith in the person who is promoting this product that makes this kind of uh, process actually happen, right? Um... I think we see this, the importance of this kind of expertise and personal connection in a whole load of celebrities, right? Traditional celebrities have had like the the skillful domain of something like beauty or attractiveness or um, charisma, right? And so you'll go to their magazines, you'll go to their um, TV advertisements, and it'll all be about trying to look good, trying to feel healthy, trying to convince people of things, modern younger celebrities influencers have very much the same thing where, but it's perhaps a slightly more intimate way of uh, their expertise. So they'll have, Uh, put out a whole bunch of makeup tutorials and people will watch those tutorials really enjoy the work they do and then they'll feel as if they want to take beauty advice from these people or perhaps someone's trying to improve their fitness and they've been watching the way someone explains and does their fitness journey maybe they're really impressed by this celebrity's uh, fitness skills and so they think they want to be like that person and so they'll buy some of their products um you've got to have this like personal connection of some sort though to trust what these this advice actually is and I think the uh, kind of closeness that social media can create in people is a really effective way for these influencers to develop like a, a closer connection to their community. Um, so there's this very interesting word that I use a little bit when it comes to describing the connection you feel like you have with someone online and that's the idea of a parasocial relationship. It's a it's like a one-way relationship where you have seen the videos of an internet personality like tons of times and so you've really listened to them talk and you know a lot about them because you know maybe you've researched them or their life is out there on the internet right so you are very familiar with them but the internet celebrity has no knowledge of you you're just another viewer they're just just another person and so there's only a one-way connection in this relationship now parasocial relationships are really interesting thing and I want to bring it to Fred another time I think it's uh it's got a real angle for the psychology lens but uh for, for the sake of this celebrity discussion I think we want to just think about the way that influencers are really able to cultivate a parasocial one-way relationship where it makes their community feel like they have trust in the influencer so that then they're willing to buy something from the influencer in their uh, skillful domain or skillful area. Now, this is all sounding a bit uh, doom and gloom, I'm sure, because I'm looking at all the negative things that um, influencers and celebrities can promote to young people. I've talked about bad beauty standards, bad products to look after your health, bad fitness, that kind of thing. Um, But I really think we should recognise that this is just one side of the coin because really influencers and celebrities have the opportunity to promote like really good practice among their communities as well. And I've seen plenty of great evidence of this. I think in Australia there's this really clear cultural movement recently around sport. And mental health, especially for men, I think, but just in general, it's this effort to destigmatize mental health, to get people talking about the difficulties of mental health, and to try and make this seem like more serious and more real. And I see this being driven largely from sport and largely by really prominent sports people who've come out and said that like they've struggled with mental health or that they think this is important or they've reached out to get help. And this is something that we've seen over the last five or 10 years, a concerted effort in Australia to attempt to change our cultural narrative around what it means to seek mental health assistance. Um, I think this is really important and it's a really interesting way in which you can get um, celebrities into doing something like really positive. And that's like to try and draw attention to a new issue or to try and like destigmatize something that otherwise seems like bad or, or difficult or a problem. Um in our podcast network, the BetterPod Network, we are going to be doing a little podcast series that talks to some really high-performing uh, celebrities about their mental health journeys and whatnot. So keep your eye open for this. It's uh, going to be uh, under the humanity code. Just keep your eye out. You'll see. Um, what else can celebrities do, though, to help encourage good actions and good behavior? Well, I have also shared this idea of, well, going to seek physical health support because a sports person was doing it. And so I felt confident that this, uh, intervention of getting ankle braces was going to actually help me physically because I had faith that it was helping professional sports people physically. Right. Um, now this is a weird one. Maybe they're in a perfect world. Uh, people wouldn't need to have a celebrity wear an ankle brace to then go ahead and wear one themselves. But I know that I did. And and that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you. Um, so my suggestion here is that especially for men who the stats say don't go and seek medical help nearly as much as they should, um, seeing celebrities promoting really good physical health and looking after yourself, and uh, in particular, I think framing it around the idea of like performance or, or being able to excel in the things you want to do, which is like is maybe quite masculine, maybe traditionally masculine, especially in the realm of sport, um, I think that's a really effective way to try and encourage men to look after themselves and go and go um, get the support they need when they need it. Um, I have a final example of really good, what I think is quite good practice from uh, celebrities attempting to like incite like real cultural or societal uh, action on an issue. And this was during the beginning of the uh, COVID lockdowns or perhaps the middle of the COVID lockdowns when in America especially, we saw a handful of celebrities come out and really promote the idea of like getting vaccinated or the idea of like staying home or staying separate from one another or um, even wearing a mask. So we had a, a Dolly Parton song that was all about the COVID vaccine to try and get you to go and take your vaccine. Obviously an icon of American culture and music. Um, she decided to step up and use that platform with that influence to try and encourage people to um, get vaccinated and look after themselves. Um, now, hard to gauge how successful that is, of course, but I think there's a really interesting way, uh, a really interesting example of the way that celebrities can use their platform to try and do, like, really significant and really positive changes in society. Um, but perhaps Dolly Parton received a little bit of backlash in America for that, perhaps a lot of backlash. I'm not too across the American cultural space, but... Um, I've a feeling that that will have come from the you know severity of the of the debate around COVID in America at the time, but also maybe because you know Dolly Parton's followers aren't particularly listening to her for um, the COVID vaccine information, right? And so I think that the idea that I start that I framed at the start of, of this podcast, where you've got um, a set of expertise and followers that trust you, um, kind of plays in here as well, I think, because maybe Dolly Parton's Expertise wasn't particularly in the minds of her followers about vaccines, and maybe her listeners didn't trust her necessarily as much when it came to vaccines. Now, in contrast, you might have a fitness influencer who might more authoritatively speak about issues of fitness. Perhaps, in fact, as well, there are TikTokers online who specialize in talking about medical facts who are like perhaps TikTokers for studying doctors or whatever. And I'm suspect that they'd be very well positioned for their specific followers to talk a bit about the COVID vaccine. Now, obviously, if you want a big reach someone like Dolly Parton, perfect opportunity because her followers extend so widely and broadly. And in fact, it's really important to reach people who otherwise wouldn't have been willing to take the vaccine, right? Because you've got to expand your audience like that. Um, but I really wanted to look at the way that certain influencers are able to engage certain markets for certain things because I was never going to get my ankle brace for uh, someone else, right? It had to be the fact that these NBA players were the ones that were wearing ankle tape or whatever. And that was what convinced me to go out and get a brace for myself because I thought if they're playing sport at that kind of level then it surely can't be a big deal for me and so I think the like the the lining up of these different factors of the amount you trust someone and the uh, expertise they seem to have in a certain area is really what contributes to whether or not you're willing to uh, buy a product that a is endorsing. I'd like to know that I actually don't know for certain whether NBA players actually do have to wear their ankles strapped right. My physio just told me this. Uh, I'm not sure it would be ethical for my physio to go out and lie to me and say, oh, yes, NBA players definitely wear their ankles strapped. I don't think I support that idea if it's a lie. Nonetheless, I think it's super interesting that I didn't go off and do any further research. I was just like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right to me. I, I can buy something like that. Seems really reasonable. Um so I think even you know when you're trying to engender like good habits to people or whatever, definitely need to be honest, definitely need to be reliable. But the impact that it had on me was more about finding a source of authority in a space and then relying on that source of authority to give me some kind of um, comfort or confidence in the decision that I was going to make. So I think that could be really um, worthwhile keeping in mind when celebrities are out there trying to encourage you to do or buy something. Perhaps they don't have the authority that they present that they have. Um, Maybe that's an okay thing if they're out trying to encourage you to have a healthier habit or whatever, but maybe that's one reason to also be cynical about them at the same time. Well, that's a little bit of a conversation from me today, guys. Thank you very much for listening to Just Myself. I hope you uh, enjoyed this monologue and learned something about how young people engage with uh, influencers online. I think influencers are super interesting. I want to do a bit more with Fred about parasocial relationships because I think the way that we develop um, connection on the internet is super important and super interesting. So tune in next time for If I Only Knew. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a Better Pod Group production with special thanks to our researcher, Nicola Binks, executive producer, Matt Blanch, the providers of our theme song with credits that are in our bio, and of course, you, the listener. It's important to remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Whilst there are therapeutic themes discussed, in no way is the podcast considered treatment and in the event you're in a psychological emergency, please reach out in whatever way you can through 000 or Lifeline 13 11 14. It's important to remember that the discussion is for entertainment purposes and the opinions voiced by podcast hosts are theirs and theirs alone. Any reference to copyright or copywritten material is, of course, the copyright of the copyright owner and or relevant corporate entities. Thank you for listening to Bad Pod Group Productions and tune in to some of our other excellent pod productions on this network.